Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Ramble with Russell, show 540 of my podcast, The Home Intelligent Rambling right on the Talk Show Network. I'm your host, Russ Hale. Well, back again for the show, and as you can tell by the sound of my voice, cold-wise, I'm a lot better than I was before. So that that the nasty cold, which which hounded me for pretty much the first two months of the year, that uh, pretty much knock wood. That's gone. Uh, I still have some other medical issues I'm dealing with, but for now, uh, at least I sound <laughs> much like my old self. So we're back again for another show. I am trying to keep it, keep, keep up a semi-regular schedule. I know I'm not weekly like I used to be. Bear with me, folks. I am still trying to get out content to talk about with you. Coming up on this week's show, you'll have my Blu-ray movie review of Downsizing. Courtesy of Paramount Home Video, where we get small and live large. Then we go from downsizing to the ninth season of HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm on DVD, courtesy of HBO Home Entertainment. Then we go to kind of up your enthusiasm, if you will, with the Blu-ray movie review of Justice League, courtesy of the great folks of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Then we go from there to a galaxy far, far away with a Blu-ray movie review of Star Wars, The Last Jedi on Blu-ray 4K. That's all in this edition of Ramble with Russell. So I'm going to take my quick little musical interlude and write up the first review of the show. My first Blu-ray movie review for this episode is Downsizing, courtesy of the great folks at Paramount Home Entertainment. Now, this is a new movie starring Matt Damon as a man who who tries to shrink his problems to make them kind of be better. Now, this is an, an odd little drama-drama. Now, you know, folks, I typically don't watch a lot of drama-dramas, but every once in a while... I, I kind of get uh, get interested in some of these plots. Now, the, the, plot, the plot of this movie is basically this. The world, as we know it, of course, we've known this for a while, is, is you know, in rough shape. And and some so some scientists say, hey, how about uh, a way to kind of <laughs> shrink our global impact on the world if we shrink ourselves down to about only five inches tall? Yep, <laughs> and that, that's exactly right. So five inches tall. So basically, we make ourselves a race of Smurfs without the blue tails and about the hats and whatever to kind of minimize our global impact. 
And so, so they, they get this done. And the character that Matt's playing is Paul Safranak. Him and his wife, um, Audrey, uh, played by Kristen Wiig, they're, you know, they're having problems and, and, and their issues with their marriage. And they decide, hey, how about we shrink ourselves and, and then we can, you know, live like kings, but be really small. And the trouble with this process, it's irreversible. Once you go small, there's no going back to being big again. You're not the Adam. You're not, uh, you know, Ray Palmer Ant-Man. It's, <laughs> Once you're down, you're down for good. So there is a bit of a sci-fi element in this. Now, keep in mind, you're thinking, cool, it's going to be sci-fi like Ant-Man and stuff. No, no. This is very minimal shrinking. All the shrinking that's done, you never see it happen. This is one of kind of my complaints about this movie, is that, you know, they go into the process where, they, where they're getting ready to shrink a bunch of these men, and then they do it, but when the shrinking process happens, you just see a graphic of an image getting smaller and smaller, and then you then they go back into the room, and then they're all shrunk. So you never really see anybody or anything actually get shrinking. And that's kind of like, oh, you lazy boogers. And there's one point, too, in the movie where they travel as shrunk form to another part of the world, and, and they, they hint, oh, we just... You know, our stuff gets FedEx. We get FedEx across the world. And I'm thinking, okay. And and we never really see how that happens either. So they cheat a little bit in this movie. Now, this movie is rated, has been reviewed as Downsizing the Wildly Imaginative by Anne Hornaday of the Washington Post. In some ways, it is. Now, if you're looking for a big, you know, action fest or... A big shrinking action movie. No, this is not Ant-Man. This is not Land of the Giants, even. They'll shut out there. This is strictly... It's kind of like... It's mostly a drama. Because once once Paul gets shrunk... And slight spoiler here. So at the start of this movie, it's like... He and his wife are like, Okay, we're gonna... We're gonna, gonna do the shrink thing. And, and leave our families behind. And, and live a better life. She, slight spoiler bails on them like part of the process is that they for shrink you one they have to remove any gold fillings or whatever and two they they have to shave every bit of hair off your body you have to be a hairless monkey when when you are shrunk and she gets to the point of that being done to her and then she bails on the poor bugger so here he is he's trying to start a new life with his wife and she leaves him behind he shrinks, she stays big. <laughs> and and so so that's kind of happened. And then, then he has to deal with the consequences. Also, along the way, he meets a woman called Nock Lantran, played by Hong Chow, and, and there's a friendship kind of romance there. Now, she's a very interesting actress. And that in the movie, she has this kind of really strong Vietnamese accent, yet when she talks as a normal, you know, non-character, quite a different voice. So points to her. I mean, she really rocked the accent. Also, along the cast, you uh, Paul meets uh, Dusan, played by Christopher Waltz. He's kind of like his, his party neighbor who does a little bit more than just partying. Uh, for, for a major cast, there isn't really a lot of big names here. Yeah, Matt Damon, Kristen Wiig, Jason... Sudeikis is in this movie um, as a role that's not a really big role, but he's in it. 
And we even have James Vanderbeek as an anesthesiologist. So weird little cameo there, but he's he's in this movie. Uh, for the most part, it, it's pretty much a a a calm movie. <laughs> it's not really that actiony actiony. There's there's a decision made at the end that you sort of see coming, and the movie is left kind of open ended. It really is more, I guess, exploring the world of, of prejudice, but in a a different kind of fashion. Overall, I actually preferred Matt Damon in The Martian than this one. Uh, I just I really couldn't get into his performance, and it was hard to feel sympathetic for him completely. Uh, so along with um, the movie for your, for for uh, special features, you do get working with Alexander. This is working with the director of this movie. All the cast talk about working with him and how he's so revolutionary. Yada yada yada. Uh, you get a, a featurette on the cast, a visual journey. This is how they did some of the special effects movie. That's worth watching to see how they did it. Uh, some of the, it's, it, the process was interesting. And as well, you get that smile and a global concern, which is where they talk about, you know, maybe this could be the answer to shrinking our ever-growing population on the, on the planet. It is what it is. The 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 music is is funky. Uh, it's the best way I can describe it. it is it a you know if you like Matt Damon, there's a heck of a lot of Matt Damon. I think um, the actor who plays Dusan uh, is is a really good kind of um, the crowd a, a scene stealer. Uh, overall, it is what it is. It, it, it's it's a sci-fi movie, but not an action sci-fi. It's strictly more of a drama. Drama. If you like Matt Damon, he does. A decent performance, although at times I found it kind of underwhelming as opposed to overwhelming. And and it's a very kind of um, low-tone movie at the most. Oh, be warned, too, uh, there is some nudity in this movie, so maybe not the safest thing to uh, watch with kids. Keep in mind, <coughs> the nudity is shrunk people. So it's very tiny, naked people. It's not overt. It's just like, here is this that the person shrunk and he is nude. That kind of thing. So that's what you got to uh, have to tend with in case you have any kids watching this movie. This was actually a people pick and called an ingenious comedy by Owen Geiberman uh, from Variety. I don't know. It's, there were some comedic moments, but as a comedy per se, I don't know if I'd really let rank downsizing as a comedy. Maybe that's just me. So that is my take of Downsizing on Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks at Paramount Home Entertainment.
my TV show and DVD review for this episode is Curb Your Enthusiasm Season 9, courtesy of HBO Home Entertainment. Now, this is one of these shows that I had heard about for years and never really had a chance to watch until now. Now, of course, Curb Your Enthusiasm stars Larry David, who was one of the prime writers for Seinfeld. A lot of the character of George is based off of Larry David. So I kind of went in thinking, all right, this is very similar to Seinfeld. Then I was right. The, the mannerisms, the kind of quirkiness, it's all there. And you can see why that worked. The cast of characters in this 10-episode season is pretty good. We have, we have certain actors that are playing characters, but there's a lot of famous people in this show that are actually portraying themselves. We have Ted Danson is himself. Richard Lewis is himself. That that kind of thing. That Mary Steenburgen even has a guest star. Uh, besides uh, Larry um, playing a character, well, playing a character which is essentially himself, which is so Seinfeldian. Uh, you have Jeff uh, Garland as Jeff Green, his agent. And then good old Super Dave Osborne as Marty Funkhauser. Bob Einstein is in this too. And I, I love Bob Einstein. His humor is so dry. Whether he's Super Dave or anybody else, I've always found him funny. We go back to the old days of Bizarre, so it's always nice to see him in a show. If you ever see him tell a joke, man, his delivery just hasn't changed, and his voice is always the same. Among among uh, uh, along with um, them, you have, as I said, a lot of uh, guest stars on this show, and you even have and JB Smooth is his uh, kind of neighbor, who <laughs> is a character on his own. Lots of guest stars, and that's what kind of makes the show interesting. You have guest stars playing themselves, and then guest stars playing other people. The 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 running gag uh, in this 10th and 9th season of 10 episodes is a play fatwa. Larry David has has made a, a musical, if you will, about a fatwa, and even Salman Rushdie guest stars as himself. And because he did this play, he's under one, and for the most part of the season, he's kind of playing in hiding, he wears a wig and a mustache, and it looks really wacky. But that's Larry David. So uh, it, it, that lasts for most of the season. And then near the end, he makes his play and people want to produce it. So we actually get treated to some performances of Fatwa kind of near the end of the season. And they are really funny. It's like, man, I, I wish I could see the whole like musical version of this play because I think it'd be, <laughs> be quite something to see. So only get a taste of it. And and the, the season ends in a very... <laughs> Kind of typical, okay, uh, kind of moment. Overall, I really like the show. It, it, it's it's something I, I, I after watching the ninth season, I'm going, maybe I should track down earlier seasons of the show. Uh, for bonus features, there isn't uh, too much. All you really get is a little featurette on uh, memorable moments and deleted scenes. So that that's basically it. No audio commentary, which is a shame, because I know that in the old episodes of Seinfeld on, on video... I'm pretty sure Larry David participated in some of the audio commentaries, but in this one, no go. And actually, Larry did appear sort of in the old episode of Seinfeld. He was the voice of, of Steinbrenner when George used to work for the Yankees. So, you know, not the first go around. And in general, I did like the, sh- the, the, the show. It, it is a fun, quirky little show. And if you're a fan of Seinfeld, you'll appreciate the humor. If you don't like Seinfeld... Eh, you're probably not going to find the show that funny. And that's kind of just the way it is. So that is my take of Curb Your Enthusiasm, the complete ninth season on DVD, courtesy of the great folks 
and HBO Home Entertainment. Second Blu-ray movie review, Justice League on a Blu-ray 4K, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Now, and this in this review, I'm not going to give you the full review of Justice League the movie because, well, folks, I reviewed that months ago when it actually hit the theater. So I don't try to repeat myself. If you want to hear my complete review of the movie, go back and listen to it around the time that it was released in the theater. So one of the few movies uh, last year I actually got a chance to see. So check that out from a few months ago. So so there's my review for that. So this time around, I'm not really going to talk movie. Uh, I gave my opinion when I reviewed the movie, so look back in the older archives for that, around when the movie came out. I'm going to talk about the, the actual extras itself. Now, when this movie was produced, there was a lot of talk, and there was a lot of rumor that, oh, there's going to be another cut to the film, just like Suicide Squad. There's going to be a regular version and then, like, an extended cut version. There was that talk for ages. But this time around, that didn't happen. Yeah, you do get some deleted scenes, and some of those are actually on the internet, if you look hard enough, uh, of stuff they get in. But you really didn't get, uh, this time around, a full different cut of the movie. So for everybody thinking that that was going to happen, ah, no. Now, what I find very interesting on the cover of said release they they have the they have the big six and not five. So yes, if you haven't, you know, slight spoiler here. The movie's been out for for months, so you haven't seen it yet. Maybe a bit of a spoiler. Superman is in the movie, and it, and what I find very funny is when this movie is in theaters, they made every effort to go. Nah, no, I know he's not in it. It's just going to be these five. That's it. That's it. No, no, he's not. And, you know, uh, now that it's hit video, it's like, all right, it's been out in theaters. We don't care anymore. Here you go. So what do we have for special features? Now, unfortunately, the good old picture-in-picture thing the, the, that, that Warner used to do so much in the releases, Maximum Movie Mode, is not on this release, which is a crying shame because I used to love that with old Warner Brothers Blu-rays. Not on this one. Uh, what you do get is you get the Heart of Justice. This is what, uh, looking at the DC's Trinity, of course, of Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Interviewed in this, of course, is Dan Dio, Mr. DC, whom I've had on the show. If you actually look back on my earlier convention coverage on Lipson, 
You'll see a lot of the interviews I got to talk with Dan, the odd times, the times I got to visit Fan Expo and he was there. So if you want to hear me talk to him, it's right there at Libsyn. I'll give you the address to get those, uh, those older episodes at the end of the show. And I think DC's always got an opinion. Uh, then we get the technology of Justice League. This is how the um, kind of a neat look into the tech in the show and how he came by to building it and designing it. Justice League New Heroes. This is the look at um, fire, a look at um, at the newbies to the team, including Flash and Cyborg and Aquaman. And a lot of these are are done by this is kind of a a featurette hosted by the actor who plays Cyborg. So that's kind of cool. Then suit up the look of the league. This is this is where they actually show you the costumes that went into. The um to to making the movie very interesting the costumes and what went into it and what they considered and that sort of thing so a really good set of extras when it comes to that most of the cast is interviewed throughout it Gal Gadot um she's such an interesting actress there there also is a gag reel and a few other fun features to this release. Overall, uh, as I said when I reviewed the movie, I liked the movie. Uh, I really thought it was well done. I, I went in with high expectations, and I think it delivers. Is it on the same level as Avengers? And people always ask that, and they say, well, you know, that's the bar. They did it first, superhero team-up. And in a way it does, because it's the first time we've had all these kind of characters teaming together in a live-action setting that didn't involve a cheesy but fun special from the 1970s <laughs> called uh, Challenge of the Superheroes. If you can find them on YouTube, look it up. That, you know, other than those and some really weird TV movies, we really haven't had a lot of live action. I mean, there's been scenes in Smallville. We kind of had that a little bit. And there's been kind of superhero team-ups on TV with Arrow and Flash and stuff. But this is the first, like, theatrical big screen one we've seen. And I think it's good. It kind of builds on Man of Steel and and Batman versus Superman, and and that works. Uh, overall, a, a good a good um, uh, a good a good a good bonus scenes. The bonus scenes, I'm going to tell you, they're short. The lead ex- extended scenes. If you're looking for like like twenty thirty minutes of extend, you know, deleted scenes. Nah, you're not going to get it in this one. Uh, will they eventually release a, a Zack Snyder director's cut version of the movie? There's talk of it. I don't know if it's going it, it, to. People are criticizing that cut of the movie, so will it see the light of day? I don't know. But as I said when I reviewed the movie, I think it's a good starting point for Justice League. I'm curious if there is a two. Where do they go with that? Of course, if you've been hearing the rumors, Ben Affleck, He's, I think his days of Batman, I don't know. I mean, there's a movie that's supposed to be in production of, but I keep hearing they're having production issues. So I don't know how much longer he's going to be Batman. We will see. Henry Cavill is great as Superman. The, the slow-mo fight he has with the League in the movie is still one of my favorites. And I still get a kick out of watching the beginning for using the Everybody Knows cover. It's one of the better covers of that song. And much like Watchmen... It really sets the tone of the movie right away with the song. And that's what it reminded me of a lot, actually. So uh, overall, a, a decent set of extras when it comes to it. Uh, good, good detailed look into the making of the movie and some of the special effects and what 
they did to make the movie look like it did. Among some of the other extras, you also have one on Stephen Wolf, the main villain in this and his history in the comics. You also have uh, Revisiting the Amazons, a nice little featurette where they say, going back and looking at the Amazons and how they've kind of evolved from Wonder Woman to now, sort of thing. You you also have um you also have a scene studies where we do Wonder Woman's rescue with the bullets, the the what the fight at Heroes Park, and also the tunnel battle, which is one of the more epic ones in the movie. And then um that that's kind of your your extras when it comes to that. The the two deleted scenes are are really not that big. There also is a um. Yeah, so there isn't a lot when it comes to that. People are like thinking like a whole different cut of the movie. Not gonna happen uh, this time. So that that's kind of the the extras when it comes to that. Uh, also, uh, as well, you get the road to justice. This is the you know as as you look at the the fifty years of the comic and and what led up to this movie, and of course. Um, the, yeah, and, and that would be the other extra that's included in this. Overall, a decent set of extras uh, when it comes to that. No commentary by the director, and that is really disappointing. Now, this movie, there there was a lot, of, a lot of mess when it came to Zack Snyder and Josh Whedon, and I don't know if we'll ever see a uh, director's commentary, which is a shame. Uh, Zack Snyder has done that on his previous releases, but for this one, I don't think that's going to see the light of day. So that is my take of Justice League on a Blu-ray 4K, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment.
last Blu-ray movie review for this episode is Star Wars The Last Jedi, courtesy of Walt Disney Home Entertainment. And this is another movie that I reviewed back when it came out in the theaters. So if you want to hear my movie review of that movie, go back to when it came out in theaters last December, and then I'll talk about it there. I, I give you more of an in-depth review this time around. I'm not so much going to talk about the movie, talk about the extras that are included in this Blu-ray release. I will say right off the, tat, off the bat with the 4K, you get a really nice embossed cover of the cast. It looks really nice. Well, done. this release features over two hours of extras. You're thinking to yourself, wow, that's pretty good. Now, keep in mind, Ramblers, that last, when, 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 last, uh, when Force Awakens came out, I said to you, I said, you know what? They're the pretty good in Force Awakens, but I bet you dollars to donuts later on in the year, Around December, when that movie came out, the special collector's edition. And was I not right? Was I not right, people? Go back and look. I was absolutely right that Disney did that. No, I don't get any advanced words so far. But I'm telling you, even what I talk about today, I'm, I'm feeling it in the force that there probably will be a special edition collector's of Last Jedi. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I'm guessing around December. Keep an eye out for that. For now, let's discuss what we got today. Now, of course, one of the big, the heart of what makes this over two hours of the Ultimate Collector's Edition <clears throat> is that you get this huge documentary, in like 38 minutes, almost the length of a movie, called the, the Jedi, the Director, and the Jedi. And this is basically a journey from uh, with, with the director, uh, uh, Rain Johnson, and and Mark Hamill throughout the making of the movie from the very start of the pre-production to production the post-production to the end of the run of this movie. Now, if if you remember, if you've heard the pet press about this movie, Rain Johnson and Mark Hamill did not really totally get along in the filming of this. Mark felt that the 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 grizzled kind of grumpy old man look of um <coughs> of um of uh of of luke was not what he really envisioned the character to be and so they kind of butted heads for that for a good chunk of the and luke said you know i'm just an actor i you i will do the best with what you give me and that's what he did so that also you get at, at the the film process of rain and and his kind of film producing partner uh, how they kind of work together to, to put this movie and it's interesting his take on it because He's a fanboy, but he's still determined to say, you know what, I'm a fan of Star Wars, but I still want to put my own spin on this movie. And he kind of watched Force Awakens and said, okay, here's where the characters are at the end of this movie. Where do I want to take them? And he really seems to have a good understanding of the Force and how it works. Um, so we have that. Uh, this movie looks gorgeous on video. Uh, if you have 4K, get this is a movie to get. Um, so that's your main heart of your behind the scenes. This really long, an hour and 38 minute worth of the production of the movie. You have that. You have 14, count them, 14 deleted scenes. Yeah, they edited a lot out of this movie. And did they take out a lot? A lot of, as usual, is for spacing and time, but you can really get it here. So that is cool. Uh, you get Balance of the Force. This is a neat little featurette where they talk about 
uh, Luke's decision and and how it weighs in the Force and all the, the different things that go on there. Andy Circus live, which is a it's a really neat performance because Andy Circus, of course, is the voice of Snoke. And and the, what they did, there's that scene in the throne room, and and the, what they do is they show you Andy acting it without him all CGI'd up. So you had to see the actor performing the role in the mocap suit. You get to see a look on his face. And that's really cool. Done. You get um you get scene breakdowns. This is the the um the space battle, the Snoke scene in throne room and the showdown on crate. All those are kind of really delved into how they put it together. And then you get audio commentary with and the director. What I got out of watching the, the behind the scenes is they really wanted to put, you really want to put his stamp in the Star Wars universe. Also, behind the scenes, there's a really cool look at our uh, returning character in the, that comes back in the movie. I'm not going to see who it is. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen the movie yet. It's cool, and I'm glad they put that in there. You can really tell by watching this that Mark Hamill was not happy with the way the character went and and what what he but he, he as a good soldier he cooperated we can see a bit of anthony daniels a lot of behind the scenes stuff i like the way they did it uh with this and and with the, the commentary then you get to hear more insight and in why he wrote it wrote it this way wrote it that way uh it, it's it is a single director commentary so those can get kind of dull it's better i would have loved to have heard but i don't think they would <laughs> do it is having Rain and Mark together doing dual commentary. That would have been very interesting to hear their contrast as they're watching a movie. Missed opportunity there, Disney. Uh, overall, it, it is a great set of extras. I can't believe how many scenes they cut out of this movie. 14! And some of them are going, all right, you, you know, you're trying to trim for time. I, I sort of get it. Another one's you're going, dang! I wish they'd left that in. But at least the great thing about home video is you get to see it here. And and that's just the movie process. I, I like to know if, they, if they're going to film something and it doesn't get the final cut, at least you can see, well, this is what we considered, but timing, pacing, blah, 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 blah. That's why it didn't go in. As I said at the start, I'm pretty sure, mark my words, like a few months from now, come when the snow flies again and late fall, early winter, come December, especially for the holiday season, there will be a Uber special, ultimate special edition of of Last Jedi, which will feature some of these extras, but will feature new extras as well that were not released in this set. What they're gonna be, I don't know, brother. Uh, but there'll probably be something. Uh, I, I was impressed by the last, uh, Force Awakens. It definitely was a release where I thought, you know what? Uh, you know, I, I, I like these extras, but it didn't make me want to get rid of the original release because there was still stuff there that didn't make it into the Uber special edition. So <laughs> keep that in mind. If you just care about getting the movie and, and having that, and you're not a big extra person, this version will be fine. But I'm warning you folks, down the road, if you want to wait, I bet you dollars to donuts, there's another one that's going to come out in a few months from now. Just be patient. If they don't, I'll eat my words and I'll be surprised. But 
Ah, there's always money to be made, Char. So I think that uh, could happen. So that is my take of Star Wars The Last Jedi on Blu-ray 4K, courtesy of the great folks at Walt Disney Home Entertainment. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this episode of the show. Hope you all enjoyed it. As always, you can touch me the number of ways on the internet. You can always check me out on Twitter. I'm at RamblingRuss, at R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-R-U-S-S. Tweet me and I tweet you back. I appreciate all the retweets and followers that I have on Twitter. Of course, you can check out all new episodes right here on the TalkShoot Network. I'm show 58411. That is my caller ID. You can check me out on Twitter. Uh, check me out on TalkShoot. Listening to me and any other form of podcasting uh as well uh you can also check out all my older episodes at libsyn just go to http full colon backslash backslash dot libsyn.com that's where my older episodes are from 2006 right up until 2013 when i changed here to chakshu i have lots of interviews reviews convention coverage and celebrity guests on those older episodes so you want to check those out and of course you can check out my older episodes as well in itunes under podcast just look for ramble with russell of course as well you can check out my facebook page which i really need to do more with just type in ramble with russell in the search engine that is it for me today hopefully i'm on i'm going to be on tap to bring you another brand new ep- another new episode next week on the show up in the review docket i'll be hopefully checking out the latest release from Warner Brothers called Father Figures, starring Owen Wilson and Ed Helms and J.K. Simmons and a lot of other people with two men searching for their pa. Then you'll have, hopefully, in the next episode as well, my, my DVD review of Cold Black, season two. And hopefully, along on the way, I'll be Ballers, season three, courtesy of HBO. I'll be checking that out next episode as well. And uh, speaking of um, things in the Disney Marvelverse, I'll be giving you my book review from DK Publishing, Marvel Studios 101, all your questions answered about the MCU, a little education on some Marvel movie mayhem. That's on the next episode of Ramble with Russell. Other shows and movies that I'm kind of working on for possible future episodes are Rotom, uh, Roman J. Israel Esquire, Marshall, and The Scorpion Season 2. Going to play a little bit of TV catch-up with that. So that's one of the things that I'm working on for future episodes of the show. Uh, that is it for me, and we'll catch you next time right here on Rambo with Russell. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.